0: everyone, this is Pastor Ryan and this is our podcast. Welcome to Live Alive Church and I just want to thank you for listening in. I hope this message encourages you, strengthens your faith and causes you to keep pressing forward for who God has called you to be and created you to be. God bless. Hello everyone, welcome to Live Alive Church. I'm Pastor Ryan. And I have a word for you today. Uh, I hope that this word encourages you, and I hope that this word blesses you. I know that we still can't be together. I miss my family. I miss my church family very much. And uh, I just hope that, you know, soon this stuff passes, this coronavirus, this, you know, thing that's just kind of just taking over the world at the moment. But I believe greater things. Are coming, I believe that God is getting ready to do something amazing in our lives. He's getting ready to break through uh, this situation, this dark period, this storm that we all are in. And uh, I just want to preach to you guys today on a passage of Scripture. It's very familiar passage of Scripture, and I just want to share a few thoughts of what God had put on my heart. And I hope that it blesses you. If you have your Bibles and Uh, you want to turn with me to the book of Mark, and we're going to start in chapter 35. And uh, this is what the Bible says. It says, that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. I want you to underline that if you have your pen or if you have a marker, I want you to underline that if you can. let us go over to the other side, leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat there was also other boats with him a furious squall came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped jesus was in the stern sleeping on a cushion the disciples woke up and said to him teacher don't you care if we drown he got up rebuked the wind and said to the waves quiet be still he only said three words there Quiet, be still. And this is what the Bible says. Then the wind died down, and it was completely calm. Don't you know that sometimes the circumstances around us seem so big, but all it takes is God to say three words, just something so big for God to just do something so small because he is so big. And when he says something small, it turns into a glorious thing. Three words. He just said, quiet, be calm. And the winds died down, and the waves stood still. Because he is the creator of all things. He is in all, above all, and through all. And all things hold together because of him. He created all things. So the creation should listen to the creator. It has no choice. Um, and, And this is what it says in verse 40. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. I want to go down to verse 5 real quick and just read a few passages of Scripture there if you want to follow along. It says, they went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been chained hand and foot, but he... He tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and the hills he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him, and he shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. And this is what the Bible says uh, in verse 18. I'm going to skip down. It says, as Jesus was getting into the moat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him go because he said, go to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and all the people were amazed. I want to speak to you today uh, from the thought uh, what's on the other side what's on the other side let's pray father i thank you lord I god i thank you for your word i just pray that you would bless your word touch my lips and strengthen my uh, spirit as i speak your word today in jesus name amen we have to understand as we read this portion of scripture that we all have storms in our lives it's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when, and what are we going to do when those times come, when storms come in our lives, and you know, we can be riding life out, and things will just be going so great financially, things are going great with your kids in school, things are going great in your marriage, things are going great uh, with your friends, and you're just having a good old time, and then all of a sudden, uh, something out of nowhere just comes. And uh, it just weighs you down and it puts a burden on your life and, and you just feel like you don't know where to turn or, you know, a death comes into your family or you end up losing your job or you get laid off or all of a sudden, you know, your spouse wants to leave you or you know, or um, you know, you just something happens to your kid at school or, you know, financially you're not doing well. You know, there's going to be these things that are going to come up in our lives, but it's how we react to the storm. is is determines uh, the outcome of what's on the other side of what uh, God has for us because we have to understand that there's going to be financial storms. There's going to be physical storms, and there's going to be spiritual storms in our lives. But we have to realize when there is a storm, the enemy is trying to stop us stop you from getting to the other side of what god has prepared for you 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 must understand this and i hope that encourages you that when there is a storm that comes in your life that the enemy is the call the enemy is the one who causes the storm because he's trying to stop you from getting to the other side of what god has prepared for you on the other side because yes right now you may be going through a storm but it was sent as an attack by the enemy. So that way you couldn't get to the other side because he doesn't want you to get to the other side to have joy. He doesn't want you to get to the other side to, to reach your blessing. He doesn't want you to get to the other side of the storm because he knows how much happiness you're going to have. He doesn't want you to get to the other side because he knows uh, how much, God is going to bless you on the other side. He, he doesn't want you to get to the other side because he's afraid of who you're going to become. He's afraid of who your children are going to become. He's afraid of what your marriage is going to become. He's afraid of what you're going to become in your life and who God has destined you to be and created you to be. I want you to understand that a storm is always directly sent by the enemy himself. Sometimes it seems like things are just going so good, and then all of a sudden uh as good the, the, the more things are going good it seems like the greater the attacks and that's the same thing that happened with daniel in the book of daniel chapter 10 the bible says that daniel began to pray for 21 days and he fasted and he prayed and he was praying to god that god would answer his prayer and all of a sudden on the 24th day an angel of the lord showed up to him shining in armor and spoke to him and he said i was on my way and, uh, and but I was called up because he was in a spiritual warfare trying to come to uh, Daniel's aid and trying to answer his prayer. Uh, there was a, a spiritual warfare going on up in the atmosphere because the Bible says that, that the angel heard his prayers, but there was an enemy sent to try to stop. That angel from coming to answering the prayer that Daniel had prayed, and can I just tell you that it seems like your prayers are being hindered? But let me tell you something: your prayers are not being hindered. Your prayers are being heard. God hears every one of His children's cries. He hears every one of His children's prayers. He hears every one of His children's uh, uh, requests, and He is answering your requests. He's not. He's not. He's not stopping answering your prayers he always hears and the enemy is trying to stop you from receiving the answer that god has on his way can i tell you that there's a there is a a answer on the way god is coming to your rescue god is coming to your aid god is on his way he's going to do great and mighty things in and through your life and i believe it with all of my heart and you have to understand the same thing happened with job how he Lost everything that he had. I mean, he, his, his, his children died, and you know, not only did he lose his wealth, lose his, lose his children. I mean, he was just, he, he was just going losing his health as well. I mean, he was going through physical storms, uh, uh, spiritual storms, financial storms. I mean, that that's a story in itself, and we can take a look at that scripture and and that story of Job and take a look because God had actually allowed Satan to torment Job. But here's what God says. He says, you can torment him, but you can't touch him. <laughs> I hope that blesses you because listen to me. God God allowed Satan to torment him, but didn't allow him to touch him. See, here's the thing. God will sometimes allow Satan to do certain things because God knows the strength and the power that you have inside of you because he placed the power of his spirit in you, but he won't allow the enemy to touch you or kill you or destroy you. Why? Because his protection is all around you. There's nothing the enemy can do to stop you from getting to the other side because God has spoke if he said let us just like he told his disciples he said that evening he came to his disciples and said let us go over to the other side so if god said let us go over to the other side there's nothing that's going to stop his word from going forth if he says let us go over then guess what it doesn't matter what comes no matter what attacks come no matter what opposition comes in our lives that if he said let us go over guess what honey you're going over to the other side it doesn't matter what storm comes it doesn't matter what opposition comes it doesn't matter what adversity comes it doesn't matter what struggles come it doesn't matter what the enemy tries to do you're going on over to the other side i don't know about you but i'm not going to be stuck here in the storm i'm going to be going on over to the other side because it's what's on the other side of this storm for what god has for my life is a blessing that i could not even imagine it's a miracle that's going to take place because that's what the enemy is trying to stop you from receiving is that you might be in mud up to your neck but let me tell you something there's a miracle on the other side of what you're going through and and the story of job the Bible says, at the end, he received a double portion of everything that he lost. That's the miracle that's on the other side. It may not have looked like you were going to get through it. It may have looked like a challenge. It may have looked like the enemy was going to take you out. It may look like the enemy was going to destroy you and destroy your marriage and 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 destroy your home. But listen to me. Let me tell you something. God has a miracle on the other side of what you're going through. Just like. Just like the children of israel in the book of exodus chapter one the bible says that there was a pharaoh that grew up and, or that was raised up that knew not of joseph and what happened was as he saw the children of israel and how they were prospering and he said listen we we have to put them to work and put them in bondage in in case they become too numerous and try to overtake us but here's what the bible says the bible says that the more that the, uh, uh, the Egyptians oppose them the more that they multiply. <laughs> here's the thing. The devil can try to come at us all he wants, but what he doesn't understand he's doing is that when he is trying to attack us, all he's doing is pushing us into our blessing. He's pushing us into our purpose. He's pushing us into our promise. He's pushing us into what God has for us on the other side because here's what happened. God sent Moses God sent his leader. God sent his servant Moses. And what happened was is that when God told Moses to go get his children out of Egypt and take them to a land that is flowing with milk and honey, in other words, take them from what they're in now, take them out of bondage, and I want you to bring them into the blessing I have prepared for them. And what happened was is when Moses went there, Pharaoh tried to stop him. See, here it is again, just like the disciples when they were in the midst of the storm. The enemy tried to stop them or the wind and the waves tried to stop them from getting to the other side and we know that the enemy is the prince of the air and what happened was is that Pharaoh tried to stop them from going into the uh, desert to worship God and to hold a feast there and, and he tried to stop them every way he can and the Bible says that at the end uh, of the story that Pharaoh and the Egyptians chased them and, and, when he, and when they got to the to the Red Sea, listen to me now. When they got to the Red Sea, Moses was there with a staff, and God said, Moses, stretch out your staff. And the seas parted, and they walked through on dry ground. And the enemy was chasing from behind them. And the Bible says that the angel of the Lord was in front of them, leading them and guiding them, and he left and went behind them to protect them from the enemy that was coming against them. But what happened was is that the uh, Egyptians and Pharaoh didn't understand that as they were chasing the children of Israel, all they were doing was pushing them into their blessing, into their promise, into victory into peace, into joy, into happiness. And that's exactly what the enemy doesn't understand. And you know, my little boy It's so funny. He he always tells me, he says, Daddy, you know, Jesus died on the cross. And and so so does that mean, you know, the bad guys, what they were doing to Jesus, they were doing a good thing for us? And I said, Son, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what they were doing. They were doing a good thing for us, even though it was, it, it was very gruesome what they did to our Lord and Savior. but what they didn't understand is that they were all they were doing was part uh, was playing a part into God's plan and because what he was going to do and by shedding his blood was to bring salvation to the whole earth. So if they really truly understand what they were doing, they would have never probably did what they did. but it doesn't matter because God's plan will always come to pass. God's plan you know what they they were trying to kill him and they didn't understand what they were doing was was chasing him into what he had already planned in the first place. I'm here to tell somebody that it doesn't matter what the enemy is trying to do. God always has your back. God will always be with you. And the Bible says that as the uh, that as the storm in this scripture, as the storm came, that the disciples woke Jesus up and said, teacher, we're about to drown. Don't you care? And all he said was quiet, be still to the storm. He was sleeping in the midst of the storm. Here's the thing. He wasn't really sleeping because our Bible tells us that he sleep, he neither sleeps nor slumbers. He was just listening into what the disciples were going to do and and listening in to how they were going to react to the storm. But it's in the middle of the storm how you're going to react to what is happening around you. And listen to me. Here's what happened. This is where I want to get to. This is what I've been speaking about the whole time is that God was trying to get them on the other side of the lake because there was something that he already had planned to take place and that was the the miracle of the demoniac the man that was possessed the man that was cutting himself the man who would cry out day and night the man who was tormented the more the man who would torment people the man who was bound by chains and and, and, and broke the chains off his hands and broke the chains off his foot and lived in a cave and lived in darkness. So Jesus at that moment said, let us go to the other side. Then there became a storm that arose when they were in the middle of the storm and the winds and the waves were crashing up against the boat and they thought they were going to drown. So there's the attack from the enemy because God said, let us go over to the other side. And when he says, let us go over, Uh, there must be something on the other side of this if he wants us to get on to the other side. So then there came the storm, and then once they got to the other storm, listen, this is what happened. The disciples ended up seeing one of the greatest miracles that ever took place, that this man who struggled and was bound by chains, who had a legion of demons, 2,000 demons inside of this man, The enemy was trying to stop them by that storm from getting to the other side to see a miracle. And that's exactly what the enemy tries to do when he brings a storm in your life. He's trying to cause a storm in your life so that way you can't see the miracle that's on the other side. But let me tell you something, that God is greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world god has something so amazing and so great for you on the other side of whatever you're struggling with and whatever you're going through today i just want you to know that god is for you and if god is for you who can be against you listen to me the bible says that all things work together for the good to those who are called according to his purpose Let me tell you something, that God is for you. And there's nothing that the enemy can do to stop you from receiving what's on the other side of this, what's on the other side of what you're battling with, what's on the other side of what you're struggling with. Whatever you're fighting, whatever you're up against, let me tell you something. God is with you. God is in the boat. He's he's been in the boat the whole time. See, here's the thing. When we're afraid of the storms inside of us, we forget that God is already with us. We forget that God is already beside us. We forget that God already said that he will be with you and that he will be with you and get you through anything in your life. He said he has plans to prosper you, plans not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. Listen to me. We forget sometimes that God is with us. That's what fear does. When we're going through storms, we you know, there's fear that grips our lives because we don't, we're blind to what you know, what is on the other side of this? How am I going to get through this? What is? What am I going to do? How am I going to provide for my children? How am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to pay my car payment? How am I going to, you know, uh, pay for this medical bill? Or how am I going to pay my rent today? Or, you know, what's on the other side of this? See, what happens is that these storms that comes in our lives, it tries to grip us with fear, and that's a straight attack from the enemy because we know that God didn't give us a spirit of fear but of love, power, and a sound mind because the Bible says that they, they woke up and they were afraid that they were going to drown. They were scared, and you've got to know that on the other side of of, of this storm is something that is going to be so much greater than what you're going through right now. Fear is what's going to grip you, but if you can get past the fear and you can just have confidence in God and know that he is going to get you through this struggle, he's going to get you through this storm, he's going to get you through this battle, he's going to go before you, he's going to be the one fighting for you, and uh, and I just hope that this, this message that God has spoke to me has really blessed you and, and really has encouraged you because, you know, we're all going through a storm right now, this 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 virus that's going on around our world and in our nation, it's, it's really causing fear and uncertainty in the lives of the Amer- American people and, and, and those around the world and, and we don't know what's next and, and fear has gripped us, it's blinded us. What's on the other side of this? But can I tell you, prophetically speaking, standing here today, I believe that God is getting ready to do something. You hold on, you listen to this message again and you go back and you, you tell people Pastor Ryan said that God was because listen to me, it may seem like God is sleeping just like he was sleeping in the, in the in the boat with the disciples. It may seem like in the storm you're in, God is sleeping right now. It may seem like the struggle you're in, God is sleeping right now. It may seem like what you're going through, that God is sleeping right now, and he's not making a move. He's not coming through with the breakthrough you need or the blessing that you're looking for. But here's what it is. Maybe he's waiting for us to open up our mouth to speak to the storm ourselves because if he said quiet, be still, and only said three words, maybe we need to take that in consideration and know that the words in our mouth are powerful and that can speak life and death. So we have the power in our voice to get the victory of whatever we're seeking. And I hope that this encourages you. I hope that this message blesses you. Hey, listen, if this message blessed you, I pray that you would give today, give to the ministry of Live Alive Church as we continue to uh, reach out into our community and reach out to those uh, who who are in addiction and you know those who are who um, you know are just going through certain things in their lives. God has called us in this season to be the, the hands and feet of Christ. And I just pray that if this message blesses you that you'll give today, you can text 84321 with any amount that you want to give, and uh, I pray right now that God would bless you as you give. Father, I thank you, Lord, for, your me- for the message today that you've given me to speak to your people. I pray, God, today that this message has liberated those who are listening. I pray, God, that those who listen to your message today, they would know and understand that god that there is something on the other side of this that the enemy is causing a storm because he's trying to stop them not only stop them from getting on over to the other side but stop them from seeing what's going to take place on the other side so father i pray that you would bless them keep them and cause your face to shine upon them in jesus name amen